welcome back to the Jesse Golding Podcast. I have a great episode for you today. We are talking about the issues with most weight loss approaches. So if you've been following along over on Instagram, you will know that the doors to my signature fat loss course that prioritizes your relationship with food and sustainability, the Sustainably Lean Academy is opening May 20th to those on the VIP wait list. I'll tell you more about that at the end. But we are talking today about the issues with most weight loss approaches and why that led to the birth of SLA, which is something that I am so incredibly proud of because I saw so many gaps in the market. And I honestly never, ever thought that I would create a fat loss course. I was so focused on bringing women to a place of empowerment with their relationship with food. And for a long time, due to some indoctrination and my own confusion by a lot of noise on social media, I thought that you could never have both a positive relationship with food and weight loss. And then when I came across my own experience with, okay, I'm 30 pounds heavier than I was just, you know, a year prior. And I know that I can actually lose this weight in a way that is going to respect my body and respect my mind. And I was in such a great place with my relationship with food that it gave me this mirror to reflect and say, okay, I was wrong. And this can be done. And through that, through my own experience and through really sifting through my own values, studying the science, there was a lot of a lot of people saying, oh, it's actually impossible to to lose weight because of set point theory, theory and so many different things. I wanted to make sure that I was in integrity before I started offering this as well. That was very important to me, is still very important to me. So I've incorporated everything that I know that it comes to metabolism, which is so important. You have to understand how your body works because if you are just willy-nilly throwing things, especially any type of extreme, at your body, this often leads to backfiring and rapid weight regain. Then your mindset is so incredibly important as well, your relationship with food, how you show up when it comes to your relationship with your body, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with life. This is why the course FFE, my Food Freedom Evolution course, I often, often recommend women start there because we need to have that solid foundation and then we can just build on it. I give you tools to build on that mindset throughout SLA to make sure that you're successful throughout the process. And then you need to have an appropriate strategy for you. So let's get into my only frame of reference before my own approach with SLA was low carb. I didn't understand. I didn't know about energy balance, calories in, calories out. I know this is still refuted today. There's a really popular podcast that in the UK but is popular around the world. And the host gets so many guests on who are still saying that it's not about calories and it is about energy balance and our bodies are incredibly complex. So it's not a static system. And that's what most people are not understanding when they say it's about more than calories in, calories out. It's not. It's a law of thermodynamics. It's a law of physics. And our systems are also incredibly complex because both sides of that equation, both calories in and calories out are ever changing. So before with low carb, I thought because I had just happened to lose weight in my first dieting phase, 
in high school, in my early 20s, that whenever I wanted to lose weight, I would cut carbs until that didn't work anymore. So it also made me feel like complete trash, lost my period, made me moody as all hell, brain fog. I was not my best on low carb. Cutting out foods, super common one, especially amongst the quote unquote clean eating crowd. No social life, this feeling of I can't enjoy myself and pursue these goals at the same time. Drastic changes. There's a lot of yo-yo, big differences between weekday, weekends, tracking things, always something to be tracking, which spoiler alert is not necessary. Feeling like it's a diet, this on and off mentality, on track, off track, terrible relationship with food and that all or nothing mentality. So this was the frame I had when I had a terrible relationship with food and was my relationship with food terrible because of these things? That certainly was part of it. There's a lot more to it than that that made me so susceptible to believing all of these things. So if you were to say, let's say when I gained those 30 pounds and say, okay, you can lose the weight, but you're going to have to do it in the way that you did when you were younger, I would have said no. Nope. No, thank you. I will pass. I will just sit at this heavier weight. Thank you. It doesn't have to be that way though. So that's what I want you to know is that that hell, that frame of hell that you have in your mind when it comes to the approaches to weight loss, just toss those in the trash because we don't need those. And the issues with most of these approaches, A, just lack of recognition of the humanness and the humanity in all of us. We are not only complex physically, but incredibly complex emotionally, mentally. We all have different values, different priorities, things we want out of life, different preferences for the way we want to look, how we want to feel. Some people might say, okay, if I have a slight hangover after a drink, that's totally fine with me in the XYZ situation. Someone else might say, absolutely not, never, never worth it to me. We all have different goals. We all have different relationships with food and dieting history, different stress levels. And food is also so much more than fuel for the vast majority of people. It's cultural, it's connection. So to think that food is just this, oh, eat this, don't eat that, and then magically everything's going to be resolved when it comes to weight loss is asinine. There's often very little focus on biofeedback, actually understanding how to work with your body, how hard to push it, when to pull back. No education on how to self-coach. So this leads to a lot of dependency on other people. And I've had some people squeak into SLA, which who should not have been in there? Because they were looking for an approach that just said, eat this, don't eat that. I want to lose 30 pounds in three months. That is not SLA. So if that's what you're looking for, this is not for you because I'm teaching you how to fish. I want you to be empowered so that you have the tools to manage this for the rest of your life. There's also a lot of misinformation and focusing on the wrong things. This is why Okay, low carb, is that an approach for some people? Absolutely. Low fat, sure. Keto, go right ahead. But the reason those things work for some people is because the underlying mechanism is energy balance. It leads to them being in a calorie deficit, whether they're intentionally doing that or not. So there's this gatekeeping and this focus on the wrong thing. That's what led to such poor health for me with low carb is I didn't realize that the reason I had lost weight is just because it indirectly put me into a calorie deficit. I thought it was all about the carbs. So then I would obsess about the carbs and go lower and lower and lower despite gaining more and more weight. 
So misinformation and focusing on the wrong things, big, big thing to look out for. They often don't have tools to navigate life shifts. And you see this with people who can be super hardcore in fitness as well, where their entire life revolves around fitness or bodybuilding. And that's great for them if that's what makes them happy. There's no shade to that at all. If you want to live like a bodybuilder, that's incredible if that's your idea of a good life. For a lot of people, that's not their idea of a good life. And so this idea that you need to have this super rigid way of living, otherwise you're wrong, otherwise you're a problem, and there aren't any tools provided to you to navigate those things, we're going to run into issues. There's also no focus on mindset, which is incredibly important. So, so, so important. The mindset that you approach this whole process with will make or break you. And they often completely disregard your relationship with food. And you have to be your own advocate here because if you're so obsessed and so desperate to lose 30 pounds within three months, you are going to sacrifice yourself. You're going to abandon your own well-being for that. And that is our responsibility as adults. So really keep that in mind that if someone is promising you that, really consider the costs associated with them. And yes, everything sounds good in the moment until you have a terrible relationship with food in three months and you've also gained all the weight back. I've been there. Most women have been there. It is not worth it. So let's look at some of the specific approaches. Tracking calories or macros. This is great for a lot of people. It can also, for others, lead to eating more due to the excessive focus on food. And it also just isn't necessary for most people. We've, it's very bizarre. And I think this is just due to social media where now people think that that's the only way to lose weight or to achieve body composition goal is to track macros or calories. We forget that these apps did not exist up until maybe a decade ago. And we were doing just fine before then. Generations prior, if I looked at my grandmothers and said, hey, you have to put your food into an app, they would look at me like I had 10 heads. It's not something that's a requirement. It's a tool that can be useful. But more than 50% now of the women who use SLA do not track. And they see just as much, if not better, results than those who do. So something to keep in mind. No shade on this approach. I walk you through an SLA. You can absolutely use this approach if you want to. Many women don't want to. You can use a combo. It's totally up to you. Keto, low carb. So it's not sustainable for most. And I cannot tell you how many people in my day-to-day life have said, this is a way that I can live forever. I can do keto forever. Sure enough, within six months, they are completely, quote unquote, off the wagon, have gained all the weight back and then some. It's super sexy and appealing. And if that truly works for someone, that's great. For a lot of people, it's not sustainable. And there's also the issue of potential gatekeeping on what the underlying mechanism is there. That, hey, it's just a way to potentially get into a calorie deficit. That's all it's doing. It's not the magical sauce that's having an effect on your body. It's just it might blunt your appetite so much that you're eating less without having to think about it. Low fat. It's fine to get into a calorie deficit. It can lead to poor satiety and irregular hormones if really low. 
Same thing with keto and low carb. It's a mechanism indirectly to get into a calorie deficit if it works for you. But don't think that any of these things just by going keto, just by going low carb or low fat, you're automatically going to lose weight. You can still be eating at maintenance or in a surplus while eating keto or low fat, what have you. With low fat, if you find, okay, I am actually really unsatisfied. You see this a lot with the bodybuilding community where everything is really high volume, tons of massive portions of veggies and chicken breast. Everything's low fat. And women say, I'm eating more than I never than I ever have and I'm losing weight. This is usually why they've just swapped the caloric density of the types of foods that they're eating, which is totally fine. Just something to be mindful of that A, it's not necessary if you don't like to eat that way. And B, the underlying mechanism is still a calorie deficit. Also, watch out for your relationship with food with all of these. Pro-metabolic. So this might be a foreign word to you, but this has blown up massively over the last couple of years in social media. And in this community, basically demonizing any type of seeds or polyunsaturated fatty acids, any types of seed oils, a big focus on saturated fats, and a lot of regimented rules about when you should be eating. You should have to eat every XYZ hours. You have to eat within a certain amount of time waking up. I've had a lot of women concerned coming to me saying, I'm worried that I'm doing damage to my body if I'm not doing XYZ. It seems to have caused a lot of panic around certain people's perceptions of their own food habits and what they're doing. So the nocebo effect is strong with this way of eating. So be mindful of that. Where if you're convincing yourself, oh my God, if I don't eat within 30 minutes of waking, my stress hormones are going to be out of control and then blah, blah, blah. They're going to go down a rabbit hole and you're going to stress yourself the fuck out. This is just an approach that might work for some people. I've run into many, many people where this approach does not work well for them at all. So look at it from a bird's eye view. All these things, all of these things can work for some people and they will be awful for other people. So I'm not saying that these are all right or wrong. It's just some things to look out for. Exercise only without a solid understanding of the metabolism and how it's impacted. This can backfire, meaning you can end up heavier if you're just saying, okay, I'm just going to exercise and run more or lead to a plateau in frustration because you're not understanding why your metabolism has adjusted and what that's led to. And this can be really, really complex, but it's also so fascinating. The body is very, very interesting how it adjusts different aspects of its calorie output based on the type of exercise that you do. And I do teach you that inside of SLA if you're interested. Just eating, quote unquote, healthy. So this is a great approach if you're seeing the results you want. And many can when you're just focusing on, okay, I need to start out by building a healthier lifestyle, which I absolutely recommend you do before joining SLA. This is why I bundle Healthy Habits Foundations with SLA so that you're sure you have the groundwork of, I'm going to have to just live a healthy lifestyle long term. So I need to do that first. Find a way of eating in moderation that I really love, that's consistent. See where your weight and your body shakes out from there. Then if you need to get more technical, I would join SLA. This is a great approach if you're seeing the results you want when it comes to weight loss and if you also understand that the underlying mechanism is still calorie deficit, right? We can often mistake similarly to paleo, 
keto, what have you, correlation with causation. So if you are just focusing on, oh, okay, I'm going to eat healthier, chances are you're going to end up in calorie deficit without having to think about it. And that's what leads to the results. But oftentimes what happens with this is at a certain point, you just plateau. And everyone's favorite one that I spent a lot of time in, paleo clean eating. This community often neglects the conversation of energy balance as well. And this can lead to a poor relationship with food depending on the intention. If you're eating this way because you just love it and you feel your best, awesome. That applies to anything I just mentioned here. But if you're doing it from a place of fear and misinformation and this is the only way to lose weight is to eat quote unquote clean or paleo and not touch anything that ever came from a package, that's completely incorrect. You can lose weight eating just McDonald's if you're still in a calorie deficit. The thing is that it's just much easier to stay in a calorie deficit when you're not eating ultra processed foods that leave you hungry two seconds later after eating 800 calories. So I want you to know that you can customize your strategy to you and your unique humanness. If you're trying to follow somebody else's blueprint or every single plate should look this way or that way, or you should be eating these foods because those are the foods that I eat. And this is why when people ask me online, tell me exactly what's in everything that you're eating. I don't like doing that because you honestly, you shouldn't care that much about what I'm eating. It has nothing to do with you. If you're like, hey, what's this recipe? It looks good. Great. But if I'm getting questions from the same person over and over wanting to know every detail and what I'm doing, that's a red flag. You should not care about everything that I'm doing. You should be focused on learning about you. Learning how your metabolism works with weight loss is so incredibly helpful. It's a game changer, especially if you've come from a background of misinformation. Light bulbs will be going off left and right once you understand, okay, that's the reason I plateaued there. That's the reason I was gaining weight there and I thought I should be losing weight. Oh, this is why I didn't maintain that weight loss. This is how I'm able to maintain going forward makes a massive difference. And also the right mindset is essential. So your relationship with food and your body, your identity, your beliefs, your self-worth. Are you practicing patience? Are you committing to your own values? Are you clear on your own values? And do you have a strategy to maneuver and incorporate those into your fat loss approach? What is your commitment like? Are you flexible? Do you know how to navigate when things don't go your way? Do you have trust in yourself? All of these things are vital. So the doors to SLA will open, as I mentioned to those on the waitlist on May 20th. And you can get started right now by downloading my free ebook, How to Get Leaner Without Losing Your Mind. And I have linked that in the show notes below. You'll automatically be added to the waitlist by getting that ebook. So there will be a special little fun offer to those on the wait list. So you'll definitely want to be on that. And of course, the ebook is just jam-packed 18 pages with value to get you started right now. And I cannot stress this enough. If your relationship with food needs work, if you feel guilt, shame around eating, if you have wildly inconsistent habits, if you're doing the on-track, off-track, I don't know how to eat for myself, like a normal person, like a grown woman, adult, I have to be told what to eat. I'm overly reliant on rules and rigidity. 
then you need to work on your relationship with food. 100%. And I would start with Food Freedom Evolution or my free training, which is four steps to stop obsessing about food. And that will also be linked in the show notes below. Do not skip that part. I know it's tempting to just say, nah, I'll deal with that later. I promise you won't deal with it later. You'll deal with it as soon as you start SLA because none of it's going to make any fucking sense if you have not laid that foundation with your relationship with food first. So that is all I have for you today. Hop on over to Instagram. Let me know what resonated with you. And if you could leave a review, those of you who've left me five-star review, I so, so, so appreciate you. You are a real one. And share this with any woman who is stuck in believing that weight loss works in a certain way that it does not as a slave to these approaches. She will get value out of it. And I will see you in the next episode.